It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Coming, uh, coming to us live from the from Central Florida, Lisa Murphy. How you doing? Hello, I am doing fine. So we we haven't (laughs) been together. We haven't been together for a while. Um, we got big news. Uh, listeners, Lisa Murphy has adopted a little girl. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to get into that in a, in a minute. We're going to just leave that on the table for a second. Lisa Murphy, I haven't told you about this yet. I just a couple of days ago activated a child child care bar and grill voicemail number where where listeners can call in and leave comments like, uh, hey, you don't don't be drunk in the podcast or hey, be more drunk in the podcast or um, or I, I, I'm just I'm waiting for drunk calls from listeners like they binged a bunch of episodes and we're we're drinking tequila shots uh, uh, or, you know, just questions and comments and that kind of stuff. The number is in the, the show notes in most podcast players you can either click it and it'll go right to your phone or you got to highlight it and press call so you can dial right from your your podcast player app the number is 228-363-6737 look future listeners if it's four years from the date of the release of the show and uh, the number doesn't work it's because nobody called us and i deactivated but i thought it'd be something fun to try um lisa murphy we got to talk about your your new daughter but um but first, I got to ask you a question. Uh, something, something I've it, that's that's uh, it's been a recurring thing with some some of the other hosts I've been talking to. Um, what are your feelings about when you're when you're walking along? Primarily, it's a beach thing, but you're walking along and you, on the beach. Do you? What are your feelings about walking in somebody else's footprints? I don't really know if I've ever thought about that um why 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 did this i i realized a couple weeks ago that it 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 feels too intimate for me so i avoid walking (laughs) in other people's fifth i feels i i I don't want that much contact um some others have said they they like it they tried it they they they, it's like walking in some it's literally walking in somebody else's footprints trying to see what their stride was like and and uh I mean, I guess maybe when you were little, if the, but dude, unless the tide's out, I mean, the, the, they get washed away within seconds. Oh, oh no, no. Sometimes no. they're there for hours. Yeah. Hours? Oh, hours, days. I, I mean, I saw footprints what? on the beach. I saw footprints on the beach this morning that I left there yesterday. It's all about when that tide moves and. 
and how tidy you are. Well, because um, not a lot of people use my beach. It's, I mean, uh, okay. no, but uh, uh, so you got you got no feelings about the beach footprints. Yeah, not really. I think maybe when we were little, we might have played games like that at the beach, yeah. you know, like how 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 long was their stride and stuff like sure. that. But I, you know, probably you know, was passing. OK, that just kind of that just kind of. uh uh, Sorry. Uh, brings home no. I just uh, that I'm I'm weird because I'm the only one that's felt icky about it. Um. So other question. I've I've thought about opening a barbecue spa. How would you feel about having going to a spa where you got to sit in a a a vat of like coleslaw for a coleslaw detoxification or or a hot corn on the cob massage where they take the you have you hold a a hot piece of corn in each hand and they rub you down like a rolling pin with. Well, you've been uh, drinking since. You move there <laughs> <laughs> or 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 you get you get you get uh you have like a a, a barbecue sauce uh like they do the mm. the mud baths uh you know the mud, mud bath uh barbecue bath no that's that'd be but, a hard but puppies look it off lisa oh good yes you, okay. so you wouldn't come to the spa either uh uh not that spa Okay. Well, let's get Sorry. serious. I, I don't like, I don't like to be uh negative. No, no, no. You know, that's not my style, but no, I, I can think of 19 other things that I'd rather sit in than. A <laughs> okay. Well, each to their own. Um, Let's talk about your, let's get serious for a moment. Let's talk about your, your adoption. You adopted a little girl. <laughs> yes. And she has four feet. <laughs> yes. We, um, we uh, welcomed a, a puppy, a one-year-old puppy named Zoe, into the into the family yesterday. Um, it was back and forth for a minute. Her the the people who needed to rehome her kept changing their mind, and mm -hmm. so we kept saying yes. And then they were like, "No, I know we're gonna keep trying. No, we're gonna keep trying." And uh, then finally, I guess her daughter said, "Mom, you guys can't keep. You know, you're not home to train her." Blah 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 blah. And so we uh, set up a, a meet and greet yesterday at a park in Harmony, Florida. So at first I was like, well, that's what we should name her if we end up taking her. And my spidey sense was that we were going to take her. So the day before I had been texting with the mama saying, you know, you might as well bring all of her stuff, you know, because that's just going to prolong the agony yeah. of, of the goodbye thing. And I had already decided it was like, damn, I hadn't had to dial into like daycare goodbye how to say goodbye mode you know in a long time and i knew of course this is different one it's a dog two it was goodbye goodbye um uh -huh. but i i told the mom after after it was clear that everybody was getting along and and they were comfortable with us and we were ready to take her um i i told the mom i said okay so pablo's gonna move the car close to you and then and then oh yeah she wanted to say hello and then hi, um, zoe say hi hi, hi zoe Jack. Hi, Jeff. Big puppy energy. And uh, anyway, so I said, and so then you and Pablo load up our car with all of her stuff. And then we'll, then you leave and we'll leave, you know, shortly thereafter. But this way there isn't like a 19 minute goodbye. And then we go split like this, you know, and then she, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to think like a dog for a second, you know, I'm like, no, you guys go and then we'll leave 10 minutes later. And she came with us all just fine. And uh, they've been figuring each other out and licking each other's faces and just a little bit of growling. Uh, but yesterday was um, dude. I mean, for the listeners, I like I texted Jeff and I was like, because, OK, so the other thing, too, was that Pablo had to go to work. 
So we coordinated this before Pablo was going to work. And then he came back home. We dropped everything off. And he's like, peace out. See you, to, see you for dinner. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, this, we'll figure this out. And so, you know, they, he had been, you know, mounting her and humping her enough stuff. And I he, figured, he, whoa, let's, let's, let's. Kane, Let's, the other dog. Kane, 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 the other dog, listeners. Kane, the um, other dog, who both of these dogs are fixed, mind you. So, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're not, we're pretty confident it was just uh, some dominance. And my sure. spidey sense is that as soon as he realizes that she's not going anywhere, um, but she pinned him down a couple times yesterday and they, they were playing, they were playing pretty pretty hard and in fact that's why when jeff jeff he's like so what should we talk about tomorrow and i was like rough and tumble play because i'm watching it unfold and um seeing it with dogs uh-huh i'm like okay i i totally can put myself in the position of an adult who's watching children because i've never seen this before you know we had dogs multiple dogs but they were all older they were all old you know nobody uh -huh. was you know, they weren't roughhousing and ripping up the couch and, you know, biting each other's neck. Rah! And I was like, OK, I can see why this from children could concern somebody, you know, <laughs> and I get it now. And and not that I didn't get it before, but but I mean, I if I didn't have my early childhood training, seriously, guys, honestly, I mean, I had I spent all afternoon pretending like I was reading the newspaper because I also realized <laughs> that my energy was starting to get like following them around to make sure that everything was cool. And I said to myself, I'm like, my God, you have to take your own advice. You need to go sit your ass down and just let them play and let them figure it out. And so I did. And as, as luck would have it, I had um, three weeks of unread Sunday New York Times that had accumulated because of my travel. And I literally sat at the kitchen table so I could still see them. And I was like, okay, when it, when it started to get noisy, I was like, okay, watch their face. Look at their face. Look at their tails. Okay. They're fine. They're just, it's just the noise. It's the, it's, it's the play noise. And it just sounds a little different than 14 children. Did you, did you, did you get that moment where, where one of them went a little bit too far and, and gave the, oh, yeah, I heard the, the back the fuck off bark. Yeah, that yip, that that yo, yeah, you know yeah. that noise. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and actually, it was uh, it was Kane. She she nipped him. She's okay. and that and and honestly, that's when I was like, well, I doubt he'll mount her again today. You know, like she and she was like climbing on top of him, and you know, and then a part of me was like, okay, now I can understand why people say, okay, but when's enough? When's enough? when do you be like, you know, when do you put your your person voice on and be like, all right, guys, you know, to to your corners. And I was like, you know what? I I need to figure this out and they need to figure it out. Nobody's getting hurt. They're clearly enjoying themselves. I need to sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hard to do sometimes though, huh? Well, because I did, felt- Or did it end up you being know, easy? You, you once, hear... once you figured out you had to do it, it, can't, it gets easier? Oh yeah, totally. Totally, 100%. Totally. He, he- he he uh growled like growl growled at her mm -hmm. yesterday only one time uh and i think it was because i was tugging with a toy with her and then put that toy down and then he went and grabbed it and like was protecting that toy you know i'm like okay i can live with that you know that's that's fine um but i didn't see any like no bared teeth no it was play face 
I mean, and I mean, it, it might sound silly to reduce it to that, but I was literally, I'm like, okay, I see Playface, I see Playbow, I see Tails going back and forth and back and forth. I see mouths open and relaxed. No one's baring their teeth. I'm like, I need to leave this alone. Yeah, yeah. So um, we haven't done an official uh, Rough and Tumble Play episode for like 260 episodes. Oh, uh, hey, listeners, by the way, uh, ni episode 900. This is episode 900 of the podcast. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, so so what is Playface? You use the term and open. we've talked about it before, but. Right. And, and with this being an auditory uh, presentation for you guys, as opposed to visual, you know, imagine like if right now, if while you're listening to us, like kind of just close your eyes so you don't feel self-conscious, close your eyes and like open. Like, Not if you're, you're like, driving. Black. Not if you're driving. And if you're on the treadmill, I've learned that you need to keep your eyes open if you're on the treadmill and like, like slack jaw. That's what I call it. Just like, look, look, uh, like you're just relaxing, Un unclench your jaw, let your mouth just kind of hang open. And and your eyes are usually open, wide, not squinched out. Your your eyebrows, which are so freshly waxed and beautiful, are not furrowed, right? You don't get that mm -hmm. that crease in between your eyes. Um, and if you really were at play, your pupils actually dilate. Um, so and the the other animal will will know that you're engaged in play. The minute the pupils get get smaller, the minute the jaw gets tight, the teeth get clenched. Um, and the brows furrow, then that's a clear indicator that the play is uh, probably about to change. Yeah. So it's this play face is this open, relaxed look on the face. And, and it's really I mean, you really see it at the dog park when you when you look. Oh, for yeah. it. it's, it's easier to see in dogs than it is in humans just because there aren't as many facial muscle muscles there, I think. And so it's easier to read. I think uh, I think. Look, if if you're if you're looking at getting into rough and tumble play in your program, and you need to do some staff training, I think the the best thing you could do is is visit a dog park, and, oh, and practice practice observing playface at the at the dog park. Um, and then the opposite that you talked about when the the eyes kind of squint and the brows furrow that's that's what I, I like. It's, it's I want to eat you face right, and yes, exactly. Uh, and, and, and so watching for that change and the dogs are doing this all the time and, and, uh, and, and, and looking for that balance in the play. And then there's the, there's the kind of in the middle one, because sometimes when kids are playing, they, they try to fake angry. I want to eat you face because that's part of the play. If they're being, being a, a bad guy or something. And, but, but you still see it. There, there is a difference between I want to eat you face and that that in the middle face. I, I like to call it playing face, playing at being angry. Yeah, yeah and, totally. Yeah, but but you can in the it's eyes like you can playing. see it. It's yeah. it's like role playing. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna walk you because she needs something to chew on because she's starting <laughs> to chew on something um, by my office. So oh, I'm Lisa, walk. having a baby in the house is gonna be so exhausting for you. <laughs> okay, go get. And she's good with her crate too, which is good. Um, and all the toys that that Kane didn't like that I've bought him through the years, she loves. Like they're brand new to her. <laughs> That's great. Right, right. But yeah, um, I, I was trying to think like the it's like the play within the play. So if they're they're rough at housing together, the kids, and one of them pretends to be like the bad guy, you know, I still yeah. think there's an element of, and Mike Huber is really good at at just painting such a really awesome picture he he also talks about how the voice is raised that you you can tell by walking by a group of children like if if it's in that register that makes you go mm, 
oops versus it's it's higher pitched. So even though it's I'm the bad guy, it's going to be in that higher pitched register. So I think I think we might rely on our eyes too much when we're yeah. observing what we would call rough and tumble play. And I think there's room. I mean, less clearly somebody's getting like bludgeoned with a hammer. You know, there's room, I think, for us to close our eyes for a second and and dial in. OK, what 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 does my gut say? First of all, what do my ears say? And and um, I'm, I'm not sure we do that enough. I think I think we react to to it and and, and often shut it down, which, you know, yesterday yeah, gave yeah, me a little bit more we, insight. We, over, to the we overreact. Yeah. And I probably and, would have yesterday if it wasn't for what I know about sure. rough and tumble playing kids. Sure. And 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 so if if you're looking at at maybe trying to embrace more rough and tumble play in your in your program, one of the things that that needs to happen is is you need to you need to practice your yourself knowing seeing that difference between between I want to eat you face and play face and looking for that that difference in the tones the kids are using because um, unless you're practiced up and feeling practiced up and feeling comfortable with it it's going to be a lot harder for you to to know when to when to step in but I mean and and kids are kids are pretty damn good about knowing where that line is for themselves because most of us don't like to get hurt. And, right. and so we're going to, kids are pretty good at coming up. I mean, gray talks about that. The, the people creating the play are the ones that create the rules. Kids are pretty good at coming up with their own, own uh, guidelines for rough and tumble play uh, pretty quickly for themselves because they want to, they want to keep the play going. They want to yep. keep the play face and they don't want to get hurt. And so, Hey, let's not, let's not grab each other with the, in the face and Hey, how about no pinching? And, and they come up with, with those kind of rules and, well, and and, I, and it becomes I, I think pretty self-managed. And we don't give kids, I think, enough credit, um, especially maybe more younger elementary school. I, I I think we 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 just default into thinking that we have to be the boss of it and we have to be the ones that put the parameters on it. And you know, I've actually seen kids put more, let's say, strict re, strict rules on the play than I would have. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah. they're the ones playing. And so in order to make it safe and like you said, to keep it going. We, we have to trust that they're fully capable of doing that. Um, I wanted to say two things. One, I, I think for people getting more comfortable with rough and tumble play, there's it's okay to check in and be like, is, you know, is everybody still, everybody's still okay with this, right? Um, and then the, the other thing that I wanted to say is that if you are in, say, perhaps a center, a childcare center, and if there is somebody on staff who you are, um, how do I want to say this, that you know that they're a little bit more maybe further down the comfort level path than you, mm -hmm. like ask to shadow them and ask them to put themselves on speakerphone, like to walk you through why or why not they're getting involved. You know what I'm saying? So having somebody almost having a peer, uh, what's I call it speakerphone, we like newscasting, yeah. you know, talk, talking it through. You know, not in a loud voice, but just right to you being like, okay, this is okay. Are you noticing that? Did you see that? Did you see? Oh, okay. And then, you know, having somebody just put some some language to it might might help people become more comfortable as well. Yeah, and 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 if the kids are new to this, 
and haven't had rough and tumble experience really in other parts of their lives. And, and a lot of kids, a lot of kids haven't because we have a lot more families. We with, uh, the, yeah. We don't let them. And then there's a lot more single, uh, single child families. And so they just haven't had the opportunity. And so at the beginning, you, you might need to stay closer to this kind of play and, and do more of that, that checking in as the kids are, as the kids are learning it, it, it's still pretty innate for for puppy dogs, but but the humans they've got to learn to learn those guidelines and and I, and I think Mike Huber also hey, well, hey listeners we've mentioned him a couple times Mike Huber check out the book um, embracing rough and t- or, yeah, is it bra- embracing embracing um, embracing embracing rough and tumble play rough and tumble play I don't re- I can't remember yeah uh, teaching t- teaching with the body and mind is the book. No, no, it's teaching that's with the body podcast. and mind. That's the podcast. Embracing rough and tumble play is the book. I think uh, teaching with the body and the mind is the subtitle. Uh, but anyway, check out Mike Huber. Um, he is great on this. And one thing, one thing that he points out that I I didn't really think about until he pointed it out was there. There's a lot of a lot of consent involved here because if if somebody yes. grabs somebody and wrestles them to the ground without that other people wanting to person wanting to be grabbed and wrestled to the ground that's that's aggression if two people choose to grab each other and wrestle each other to the ground that's a, a, an activity that's consented to and and there's a difference there and so our job becomes supporting the people who are consenting and choosing to be engaged in this kind of activity and and knowing when to step in when somebody's being aggressive because those are those are two different different things one is one is a, a, a truly aggressive potentially violent act and the other is the other is play Incentual, and there is a yeah. there is a difference there and that's that's a, a totally what i meant by checking in you know is yeah. everybody still okay with this um you know because you know the, the other thing too is that sometimes kids man their their tolerance for you know some of that physical contact can be a little bit higher than what we realize too and so our instinct might be like oh my god and the kids like do it again you know <laughs> and, yeah. and we were like okay okay clearly everybody's enjoying themselves and and everybody still wants to be engaged in doing this so i'm again i'm gonna stand back and 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 i think the 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 more everybody gets comfortable with it you know, like the first day that this is maybe something that's allowed, you're not going to be cleaning the cubbies and, and changing your bulletin board. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, yeah. you're going to be dialed in. You're, you're, you're not maybe doing anything else new that day, except facilitating this play. Because in theory, if this was something that was a no, no a week ago, and now it's being allowed, you know, our job, although it might feel like we're not doing anything, is very much setting the stage to make sure it is consensual, to make sure it's happening in a place where nobody is going to get hurt. So once again, that facilitate role becomes imperative. Yeah, yeah. And and again, it's all it's all about everybody getting getting comfortable and and just figuring out how this new thing works and you're going to experience the same thing if you if you start putting out water play every day or you start putting out the easel every day there's going to be be a lot of energy around that new thing and then as time goes by everybody settles in um and and so that 
and, and you touched on it that that checking in because because a piece of this is at the beginning some kids are going to consent to this kind of play and <laughs> then they're going to be in the middle of it and they might be oh shit this is a little bit much which is which is what the dogs did with that little yip kind of hey back mm -hmm. off buddy to settle down a, a little bit and uh, and so but kids aren't always able to to pull themselves out of it maybe and so that checking in hey everybody's still good here are we still playing and yeah. uh, and just asking that question gives kids a time a chance to pause um and 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 reevaluate it um and kids invite the invite um each other into this play in all kinds of ways that's that's where i mean a lot of superhero play is is just an excuse to engage in rough and tumble play. Um, and, and there's so much going on. And, and you see it with the, the pets too. I, I messaged you the other day that, that the other day, Gigi, um, she comes walking by Slinky. She's got one of his toys in, in her mouth. Now, I don't know why it's his toy because he's claimed it, but, uh, and she's got, she, her tail is up and wagging and she's got kind of this dog grin on her face and she's just, just barely holding his toy in her mouth. And she, she walks outside with it and he, he kind of looks and boom, he's right after her. And then it's like on for half an hour. They're just, <laughs> there's fur flying and dirt flying. And it's just, it's just amazing. But other times, she will do that or he'll do something similar, this invitation to play. And the uh -huh, other one's like, uh -huh. no, nah, I'm not, I'm not into it right now. It's and that serve it, and it, return, it right? Yeah. 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 And with kids, there can be that invitation that serve, right? The play serve happens and, and it's either going to get returned or it's going to get ignored. Or sometimes with some kids it's misread, right? Their timing is off. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that um, we've started, oh, sorry, that we've been started talking about in the workshop is that misfiring of the cue or the misreading of the cue, like the kid who doesn't want to play chase, right? So there's a chase game going and the one kid doesn't want to play chase, but they run away from the kid who doesn't want to play chase, right? So they're sending that inconsistent message. So that's when adults do need to step in a little more directly and, and let that kid know, you know, you don't want to play and that's good. However, or that's fine, right? But when you run, it looks like you're wanting to keep playing. So if you don't want to run, or if you don't want to play chase, you're going to have to stand still, you know, or go go walk over to someplace to sit down. And, and we might find that we have to be a little bit more uh, direct in our instruction just so the play can continue. And so the other kid is successful and not keep giving mixed messages. Yeah, yeah, and and I think tiptoeing your your way into into rough and tumble if you're if you're looking at embracing it is is you know because because that comfort zone things and so it's one thing one thing I've heard Mike talk about and I think it's a real good idea is you you have them start on out on their knees and maybe it's just pillow fights sure. or whacking each other with pool noodles to start with and everybody gets comfortable with that and then you you move on to to more physical contact because uh, for some kids and for some adults full on rough and tumble uh, and, and you talk about um, how, how sometimes it looks to us adults that it's being really aggressive when the kids are totally cool with it. My best example is uh, uh, a provider told me about this years ago. She, she had two boys in her classroom. I think they were like five or six year olds, twin brothers. And they were, it was just like, kind of like repeatedly socking each other in the groin. And, and she's like, um, that's gotta hurt, doesn't it? And I'm like, well, maybe, but I mean, nothing's descended yet, probably. So they're, they're really slapping around empty sacks for the most part, but, but still, um, yeah, still. that's not, 
that's not something that that's not where people usually enjoy. But if if they're doing it and they both they still have smiles on their faces and it's something they keep choosing to do, then it's it's probably probably okay. Probably okay. Just best to walk away and stop looking at it, right? Stop watching. Yeah, you probably don't want to. Probably don't want to watch that. Um, before we wrap this up, we should probably touch on why in the heck you would want to support rough and tumble play, um, because we've talked about maybe a little bit about how to do it, and 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 look, one of the reasons I guess is that that kids are some kids are just drawn to it, um, so that's a reason. But there's also a lot of learning going on in that kind of play, huh, Lisa Murphy? I think there's learning aside, I think there's just a lot of socialization happening in this kind of play and learning how to read that play face. Oh my gosh, I put my foot up so she wouldn't get the trash can. She totally just moved my foot with her paw. I don't know what she thinks she's getting back there. There's nothing back there. Silly girl. Silly girl. So I think to me, it's the it's the power and it's the socialization. Um, I think it's also um the 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 halfway through the play therapy certification coming out sometimes it's trauma right that has to now act out which which doesn't mean that the play itself would be um uh recreating that trauma but hold on she got a bug or something oh my god this is like having a toddler in the- <laughs> um, which i guess essentially it is but um but yeah, so what comes in is going to come out. So if they're watching, you know, ro- watching certain TV shows or if they see something happen in their own life, you know, that's going to manifest itself. What comes in is going to is going to come out. If they saw some crazy tragic car accident on the news, you know, they might go play that and you know, we we don't know. We also at the end of the day we don't know what's in their heads. We yeah. can we can make generalizations. We can, you know, err on the side of our own experience and our own knowledge, but but really, we're we're really not, especially with these younger kids, we're really not able to know really what's going on. But yeah, but yeah, I think they learn they learn how to uh, how to how to listen. They learn how to read body language. They learn when is enough. You know, like that. You know, I, I consent. Right? They're yeah. learning. Yeah, I think they're learning things that maybe aren't necessarily measurable. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you, we don't know exactly what's going on in their head, but what we what we it, it is pretty clear that that kind of activity is a an emotional release for a lot of kids. It's not only a way to burn off energy; it's an emotional an emotional release of 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 some sort um, because of all the all the chemicals that get squirted out in the brain when you're engaged in those activity. And um, it's it's also, I mean. Look, I look at rough and tumble play as a a pre-reading and and pre-writing and and school readiness activity because there's so much going on in in building the vestibular sense and the proprioceptive system that uh, that that sense of balance and that sense of of knowing where your body is and how much pressure you're using when you're when you're gripping things and all of those things that are so important to to kids being able to to sit down and be still in in the classroom when they're in second and third grade and so um the kids need that kind of full body physical activity i also she just went into her crate and pulled out her favorite toy that they br- gave us to bring to, with her and 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 it's it's uh the kind that o- uh, otis i keep calling kane otis my old dog that kane is gonna rip this thing to death and i really am not wanting kane to rip apart her favorite 
her favorite toy. Um, what I was going to say before I got distracted was that um, I think there's also room to just remember that if this kind of play wasn't serving some kind of biological or evolutionary purpose, we wouldn't still be doing it. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The fact, hey. the fact oh, that sorry, hold on. <laughs> that Lisa Murphy was yelling at me. The fact that so many kids want to engage in this activity, and not all kids, and not 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 the kids that want it. They don't want it all the time, most of them. But the the fact that it's in them is is a reason to support it in and of itself. Yes, 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 one hundred percent. And and because and figuring out that sticker, you know, the sticker that you used to have that the the play is not. The play is in the child, right? Not yeah. the toy. Yeah. The play is in yeah. the child. It, it, it's it's something that's wired into them and they they need to support it. And and look, if you're trying to if it's if it's happening anyway, if you've tried to ban it and you haven't set up a space for it and it's happening anyway, every time you turn your back, it's much better to figure out a way to work it into the classroom right. and make it part of the program, right. make it part of the environment and support it than than running around being a rough and tumble cop all the day because all day because you're, you're I mean, you're not gonna win that battle. It's always going to be no. happening. And in the workshop, I walk the participants through, you know, my own my own process of that. You know, the the first process, the first stage was, you know, try to ban it. But then, you know, as Dan, rest in peace, Dan used to say, they still they keep the power because it's about that power. Oh, it's not a gun. It's a it's a ship. Right. It's not mm -hmm. a it's not a gun. It's a rocket. And, and so I, I'm keeping that power, but I'm changing it, you know. Um, and, and then we would put limits on it, but then it was still happening. And, and I think during parent workshops, I remind them of that too, is like, you can, you can ban it all day, but now they're going to do it when you're not around. And that's yeah. when somebody does get hurt, right? That's yeah. when somebody does, you know, go over the line and there isn't somebody there to kind of help bounce it back in. So, you know, it's, it's going to happen. Um, in, in, to to some degree so better be involved it's like the parents who used to say you know i want all the kids hanging out at my house right because then at least i i i know what's i would i know what's going on it's the same kind of thing they're going to get together they're going to watch movies they're going to make out on the couch uh it's it's a matter of who's going to be there to facilitate it when it's happening yeah and and, and if it's going to happen and it is beneficial why why not figure out a way to support it i mean 100%. really Hey, listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. If you have thoughts on this episode, you want to share with us, 228-363-6737 is the voicemail. And, and the way I plan on this working, you leave a voicemail, then uh, then uh, we I get, get a handful of get a handful of those uh, put together, and then we'll actually uh, use those audio clips in, in future episodes um, is, is what I'm hoping. Um, we'll, we'll leave your names out of it if you want us to. Uh, maybe just use first names. We don't have to oh, identify I have an you. anonymous. I have an anonymous tip. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you uh, that, you got any, any It could anonymous be like the tattle phone. It could oh, be like sure. the tattle phone. You could tattle on your coworker poopy face. Yeah, tattle on the laminating lady in your classroom, uh, <laughs> drunk dial us, whatever you want to do. I want to get some voicemails there. Um, really appreciate that, listeners. Um, also, um, uh, tip your wait staff. I'd appreciate that. And I also, I'm still looking for for uh, parent handbooks and policy books because uh, I'm so obsessed with that. Some of you have sent those to me. They've been delightful. Some of you have also sent them to me and said, "Hey, give me your comments." And I've been I've been doing that as much as I can. And uh, and and that's that's much appreciated we will be back soon with an episode um that's not this one it'll be a different one it'll be a new one it'll be a fresh one thanks oh, for zoe listening saying goodbye goodbye baby zoe puppy <laughs> thanks for listening Bye bye
Bye bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.